Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports as we enter our final hour for the evening. Randy Rainwater is out tonight, but guess what's coming up next weekend? It is one of the biggest events in central Arkansas. It is the Big Buck Classic, and Tommy Murchison is here with us to talk about it. So, Tommy, you're in studio there, aren't you? I'm here, Rick. Good for you. Well, this is the how many years for the Big Buck Classic? 34 years, Rick. Oh, my gosh. That's what I said. Four years. You've been around for all of them? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it shows, <Good>. too. <laughs> Goodness. Okay, so what do you remember from the first Big Buck Classic? Well, the very first Big Buck Classic was not actually, we didn't really have a show. It was It was more of a, it was kind of structured, you know, like the fishing tournaments where you, you, you paid to enter. And, of course, we thought that was a greatest idea in the world you know there's 300,000 deer hunters you know 10% yeah. of them are gonna sign up and wow I'm gonna retire yeah. early and <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, yeah. didn't, it didn't quite work out that way Rick we uh we had you know a few people enter but we were committed uh we we charged ten dollars to enter we sent you a cap if you entered and we're giving away ten thousand dollars uh but anyway the bottom line was we had we had um, we had it in an archery range that would probably hold a couple of hundred people. Wow! And we had about 150 people show up. I think about 30 people brought brought their antlers, and a hundred of them were my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the 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 financial end of it didn't look too good. But we were committed, and I looked around. And I'm like, well, we got to feed these people. So we went to Domino's and got some pizza, and we fed everybody, and wow. and um, gave the awards to the winners. And anyway, like I said, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't like it like it was like it was planned. But but um, you know, we we stayed committed and and moved forward and. And uh, anyway, here we are, 34 years later. What year did you say, I think we've turned the corner, this is going to be a good long-term deal? It was um, probably the fifth year, I think, if memory serving me correct. We had, we had that structure, I told you, for two years. Yeah. And um, anyway, it, it, actually, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Um, we we heard about a show that was an actual show, you know, where you had ex- exhibitors and and so we went to that show and we ran into um, the Tom Brady of deer hunting at that time. <laughs> uh, his name was Dick Idle, and you know he was he was well known. He was writing for North American Whitetail and and he was a he was a real big self promoter. Uh, but anyway, we talked to him and. And we're telling him about what we were doing, and and he said, "Well, I want to give you a suggestion, and you do what you want with it." He said, "You're limiting yourself by asking people to pay to enter a quote unquote contest. We weren't really we weren't really structuring it as a contest, but it, you know that's that's kind of what it was." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Let the people do what they're doing anyway. You got three hundred thousand people in Arkansas that love to deer hunt." And he said, just structure you a show around it and tell them when to show up. And you'll get some vendors, and, and the thing will, will probably grow. And, and But don't, don't make them pay to enter anything. Have them come to a show and tell and structure a show around it. And that's what we did. And so we went uh, to Rick's Armory, um, 
and we outgrew Rick's Armory in the second year. Then we went to another facility here at the time was North Oaks. It was like 15,000 square feet, and we and we outgrew it. Well, then we went, um, I think you're probably familiar with, it used to be the Expo Center where Pulaski Tech is now on, on yeah. I-30. Yeah. So we we made a jump from 15,000 square feet to 130,000, and I was scared Ooh. to death. I was like, this is, <laughs> I mean, and we were really young, too, you know, stupid. <laughs> but but we all were once, yes. <laughs> well, I still am, but I mean, it was yeah. really bad then. But yeah. but anyway, I was really nervous, you know. And I told my wife, I said, "This could be a real disaster because the building is so big, and if we don't fill it up, you know, even if we half fill it, it's yeah. gonna look empty." Yeah. Uh, and then what are we gonna? Anyway, the bottom line is we we doubled our advertising. We went out there. We 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 got the the building rented out. And then we just found out how green we were at promoting an event because people started coming from everywhere. We didn't have enough parking attendance. Fire marshal showed up and explained to me how many people could be in a building. <laughs> but we we made it through, and that was you know that was where we really made the jump to to this is this is you know has has a lot of potential, and and we're going to have to have to sit down and really put our heads together about how to plan an event not just for success but for you know what happens in an emergency what it, we just we 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 were we were really it was out of control that year i'll just be honest with you and we made it through it and and nothing happened but but we that's where we we turned the corner and we started having to really be serious about what it takes to put on an event do you look back at that? Now, we're talking about almost 30 years ago. Do, mm-hmm. do you look back at that and say, we never dreamed it would reach the level that it has today? No, no, we didn't. I mean, you know, you always have dreams and plans, but I think sometimes they're visions of sugar plums, you know. But but um, <laughs> the, the show grew, um, I guess at a level we could we could handle it except for that one experience I was telling you about and and um not to bore you but a lot of a lot of people probably heard this story but I'll tell it again because it, it was a learning experience for us. The fire marshal did show up and he wasn't really happy with me. <laughs> um I think he figured out that I was I was innocently ignorant. <laughs> you know, I wasn't flagrantly yeah, that's good. And, that's great. Uh, yeah. And he you know, he started explaining to me how many exit doors I had to have and we didn't have them and they weren't going to be there. Let me and, stop you here for a second. Okay. Did you have the rattlesnakes yet? Yes, we did. Well, then you definitely needed the exit doors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he um, he he walked around with me, and I finally settled him down. And he said, "Well, I want I want uh, two thousand people out of this building right now." And I said, "Oh, buddy," I said, "You know," he said, "No, that's it. That's the way it's got to be." And I said, "Well, no disrespect, but I'm going to give you the microphone, and you pick them." And um, he, he said. I got to pick them. I said, yeah, I'm not picking them. <laughs> he said, well, that's not going to work, is it? I said, no, sir. And he said, well, follow me to my car. I won't talk to you. I said, okay. He said, listen, I'm not really that worried about a a fire. You know, yes, it's a possibility. He said, but it took me seven minutes to get from the access road to your front door. Hmm. He said, if you had a medical emergency, hmm. he said, seven minutes is the difference between someone getting the help they need and dying yeah and i was like oh me and so you know the next year you know that was a that resonated with me and we got all the fire lanes open the next year and the parking was under control and we did have a medical emergency and of course we called 911 they got right in there helped the person everything was fine but you know you're we're very fortunate to have to have been able to learn you know from that and the guy was doing his job, but but he explained it to me in a way that he wasn't trying to be, you know, a jerk. He was trying to explain to me there's there's pro there's a reason for protocol, and um, so anyway, didn't mean to get off into the no. weeds there, but but that we 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 stayed there, you know, for ten years until they sold the building, and then we moved to the fairgrounds, which which is taking it to a different level because we were limited by parking. Uh, so now we've got plenty of parking, lots of buildings, and and the the crowd is more of a family-oriented crowd now because they can, you know, go in and out of buildings, and we have stuff outside. So it's it's got a lot of a fair type atmosphere to it. 
So you've really spread out. So uh, you use several buildings instead of just one, even if it's 15,000 square feet. This, this, is this a better deal? Yeah, it's a better deal, um, you know, because we occupy all of the buildings uh, that are on the fairgrounds that are heated and cooled. We occupy all of Barton, all of the Hall of Industry, the Arts and Crafts building. Wow. Um, we have the chili cook-off on Saturday, and then we have... You know, the outside, uh, the thoroughfare that goes between the buildings is, is completely filled up with outside vendors. So, you know, that one building, the Arts and Crafts building, I think it's 8,500, 8, 10,000 square feet. And mm-hmm. it's just for kids. Everything in that building is free. Activities for kids. The Game and Fish Foundation uh, hosts that. Uh, got a hoverball shoot, BB shoot. Um, trout pond. We got a guy in there that has a an animal show for kids, and you know they can sign up to win a lifetime hunting license. So it's uh, you know there's a lot of education that's that's built into the show too. So you don't have to be a hardcore deer hunter to enjoy the show. You can come out if you've ever thought about you know you wanted to get your kids introduced to the outdoors, and maybe you're not a big outdoorsman. This is a real good place to come. You know, the Game and Fish has got personnel on on site there to to um, you know answer questions for you. So anyway, it's 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 really turned into something that that I wouldn't have imagined would have turned into a family event from where we started. Your next Friday, Saturday, Sunday is that correct? What uh-huh. are the hours? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We uh, open at one on Friday, go to eight, uh, nine to eight on Saturday, ten to six on Sunday. It's $15 for adults, kids 5 to 12 are $5, under 5 is free, and it's free parking. That's great. And so you, you told us what the attractions are for kids. What about an adult that is just thinking, I'm not going to go shoot a deer, but I'd like to come look at this. What what, what are the biggest attractions? Well, you know, the, we've had the rattlesnake handlers that have been coming I for know. 20 And you make Randy nervous. You know, Randy <laughs> told me today, and I knew he wasn't going to be on the show tonight, and he said, we're still, we're still, we're about 70 feet away from him. He'll be on the air there Friday night. He said, that's still too close for me. <laughs> you know, we've, we're pretty nice to Randy. He's been good to come out there because I know that's not really on his list of... <laughs> favorite things to do but hmm. you know rick that you know there's just certain things that no matter how many times you've seen them you're just yeah. still mesmerized by it and yeah. um those guys are they're just they you know they're just old texas cowboys and and they've been doing it a long long time and people still love to come see them we actually had somebody uh call the house the other night that said that he was coming. His dad brought him when he was a kid, and now he's wow. bringing his kids to come oh, see the wow. guys that you know That's handling great. the rattlesnakes. So yeah, it's a big attraction. Wow! What other animals will people be able to see? Uh, we've got a got a guy that's coming back. He was there last year, and everybody wanted kind of liked him, so we're going to bring him back. We had him about fifteen years ago, but his name's Jonathan Wood, and his called the Raptor Project, and he's got all kinds of birds of prey that are on display, mm. and you can take pictures with them and. He can answer questions about them, so that's that's a that's something that's one of the good attractions. And then, of course, there's all kinds of vendors in there that selling different stuff. You know, tree stands, uh, four wheelers, UTVs, boats, camo. So there's a there's something for everybody. Uh, you know, like I said, there's stuff for the hunters and there's stuff for the family. So. And but, you have a deal where people still bring antlers, don't you? Yep. If you want to, if you want to bring your antlers and be in the contest, you need to be there by five o'clock on Saturday. Okay. Um, and you know, I've talked about this a little bit um, before, but please don't think you know I'm not bringing mine because you know it's not big enough. It's not going to win. I mean, yes, we are giving prizes, but for recognition. But this is show and tell. This is to show what the state of Arkansas has to offer and how the Game and Fish has, has helped with game management. And, you know, we, Rick, we probably have 100 to 150 kids, depending on what year it is, bring their antlers. And, I mean, they may not be very big at all, and some of them are in the finals. But really? we bring every kid across that stage to get his picture taken. And, oh, uh, it's nice. You know, and, I mean, it's, I mean I'm going to tell you now, it's, <laughs> it's our deal. But that is just, I mean, every year it's just its just so cool that they stand up there, man, and they'll grin and put those on. I mean, it's, it's just awesome, you know? Mm. And I think, it's, I think it's part of 
of you know the the experience you know that they've been with their parents and and here we are you know they're it's just a proud moment for them and we're proud for them first time i ever visited arkansas i grew up in oklahoma but we visited northwest arkansas and rogers we went to a trout farm and where it was pretty easy to catch fish so i heard you say earlier there's a a trout uh, display in the kids thing do they actually catch them and then you throw them back or or is it just to watch them no we set up a they set up a, a, a full trout pond in there and they got trout and they give them little fishing poles you know with corn or whatever the bait is and they catch them and get their picture taken and throw them back <laughs> so okay it's, it's a cool deal do the trout never figure that out you know i think by the end of the weekend they probably figured it <laughs> they out a little biting. bit <laughs> they, they still you know will bite but probably not quite as aggressive as they are uh, friday <laughs> And they'll say, you know, I still got the wound from the last three. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I don't think I'm, don't think yeah. I'm doing it this time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a, that slow of a learner. <laughs> <laughs> it is easy, though, is it not, to grow up in a state like Arkansas and really get into hunting and fishing? It is. I mean, that's, um, you know, that's part of the culture here, to the outdoors. And Arkansas uh fortunate enough to, to have a really, you know, broad spectrum of, of what you can do in the outdoors, whether it's fishing or hunting or hiking or whatever it may be. I mean, I think that's one thing that makes our state stand out from some of the others in that we don't just have one thing. You know, we've, we've got a real broad spectrum of what you can do in the outdoors. This has become such a tradition. You, you never know how long things are going to go, but have you, have you, do you have a plan for even after you're gone, this is going to continue? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You know, every year that goes by. I know um, you're a young guy. Oh, still, yeah, I you, sure am. <laughs> 34 years of this, that's no, a long time. No, I'm in the right? fourth quarter now, Rick. You know, I, I told my wife, I said, 50 didn't bother me too much. But, you know, when I hit 61, I said, I said you know, I am in the fourth quarter. But, you know, we do talk about it. Um and 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 there will be that time, you know, where we've got to find somebody to carry this on. Um, I think that, that as long as someone takes it on that, that, that has the passion for it and that, that doesn't get complacent, I think this, this is something that, that can go on for a long, long time. Um, I think not to – I don't really know how to say it without it sounding wrong, but, I mean, I think – us not being complacent about it has has helped its longevity mm-hmm. you know so anyway we're we're very fortunate that that it's been this successful and and i think i think anything that has longevity has to have value and i think we've tried to keep it value based to where you know the prices are what i feel like are are very oh, reasonable, very reasonable. Yes. um and we you know i mean let's face it you can't do that without sponsorship and stuff and and but the bottom line is 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 we're very fortunate and very thankful vendors have got to love it because this is a place where they know the people are coming are pretty interested in most of what they have to sell yeah they've uh the vendors um you know seem to do well and um but we try real hard to not um over duplicate vendors you know you got gonna have some turkey collars and you're gonna have uh different people that say t-shirts or whatever and and we have a lot of demand but we we tailor that down to where you know you can't have too many of one thing or nobody's going to be able to -hmm. do well and Mm -hmm. so we try to we try to keep our show structured to where all the vendors have an opportunity to do well because it's a you know it's a chicken and the egg thing you know i mean if if you don't have the vendors then you don't have as big a show and if you, you know you know the deal. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you can't get right. selfish on your on um or or that just always shows up. Selfishness always shows up no matter what you're doing. So to have events like this, you mentioned sponsors. We certainly want to give you the opportunity. Are there some people you want to thank even before the event gets started? Well, you know, Reliance Bank is our is our headline sponsor and it's presented by Oakland and then Bradford Marine. They give away the the prize to the to the largest winner. They give an 800 SX UTV. Um, Hunter's Refuge has been involved with us for a long time. Remington. Um, we've got a new sponsor this year, Taka Hunting Gear. They're actually sponsoring the Game and Fish Foundation's Kid Zone. Um, 
got a new one. I'm sure it's not going to excite you much, but outlaw beer. <laughs> it's all right. If you want to bring outlaws in, it's all right. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, okay. you know, like I said, they, they've been with us a long time and mm-hmm. got hundreds of thousands of door prizes uh, just for coming. I mean, got an A-bolt Browning rifle, got a lifetime hunting license we have a thousand dollar uh shopping spree hunter's refuge we've got uh-huh. a company out there that's giving away a three thousand dollar deer stand um reliance bank can sign up to win a thousand bucks so that's just for showing up um wow so anyway um then the chili cook-off benefits shriners hospital for children which i think is a really really worthy Absolutely. Cause. So Absolutely. yeah, buy a five dollar taste cup at the chili cook off, and and all of the proceeds go. It's not just a portion. All of the proceeds go. The Shriners actually are you know hosting the the chili cook off, and anyway, so there's some there's some goodwill that that goes behind it too. Great for you. Okay, so we don't have much time left. Why don't you tell again those who would be interested in coming? What are your hours? What are your prices? And what's what's the number one attraction? You know, Rick, I, I guess just I, until something changes, I'm going to say it's going to be the rattlesnakes and the deer wall. <laughs> of course, right. <laughs> the deer wall, you know, the wall of fame and the rattlesnakes, it, it'd be hard to challenge that. Uh, but, again, we are next weekend, January 26th, 7th and 8th, uh, Friday 1 to 8, Saturday 9 to 8, Sunday 1 to 6, I mean 10 to 6. And if you want to put your antlers in the contest, have them there. Uh, Saturday at 5 o'clock. More information, bigbuckclassic.com, or you can go to our Facebook. And no snow. It's going to be a nice weekend. Everybody come out, right? That's right, Rick. All right, Tommy. Thank you so much for the time. Rick, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Certainly. We'll be back to talk with Joseph Pinion when we return on Drive Time Sports. Justin Acre and Wes Moore are on location Friday at the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo. Arkansas's premier boat show this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Statehouse Convention Center in Wood Rock. Ski boats, bass boats, wakeboard boats, party barges are all on display and at discount show prices. Win a new Sea-Doo Spark courtesy of BRP, Bradford Marine and ACV, and the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. It's the Zone on location Friday at the Arkansas Marine Expo at the Statehouse Convention Center. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Join the zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on the zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. 
Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Rowdy Hog Pickleball is the only dedicated pickleball store in Arkansas. Whether you love to dink or smash, their sales professionals can help you choose a paddle that fits your needs. Rowdy Hog Pickleball has everything you need to practice at home and play on the court. Get out of the kitchen and stop by to talk to one of their professionals to ace the new year. Located in the Outlet Mall down from H&M, Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. Glad to have Joseph with us tonight. Randy Rainwater's out. I'm Rick Schaefer. We're again joined by Joseph Pinion. And Joseph, we just had the thank you for adjusting your time tonight because we just had a preview of the Big Buck Classic. Are are you a hunter fisherman? Did, do you ever go to the Big Buck Classic? Well, we think we have Joseph Pinion. Certainly going to ask him about his. Hello. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Joseph. Okay. Bye, bye. That's all right. You grew up in uh, in the area. We're, are you, we were talking about the Big Buck Classic. Are you a hunter or a fisherman, and did you ever attend the Big Buck Classic? Uh, you know, I fished a lot uh, back in 2020, uh, but I haven't really fished since then, you know, since the pandemic. Did you, but did you, so you grew up fishing? Who, who got you into that? Uh, you know, I really just got into fishing. Some of my friends, they were fishing, um... You know, I was. That's when I was. Uh, that's when I was uh, going to. It was junior year of high school. Yes, yes. That's when I really started fishing. So you don't really have a lot of time for that now, do you? No, nah, it's, it's a little cold outside for that. <laughs> well, you got a surprise in that after a late game Tuesday, you had classes canceled Wednesday. What was yesterday like for you? Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. Just getting to sit in. Uh, you know, we just had practice. We just had film yesterday. So, you know, I really just enjoyed being able to stay at the house. And so. Do you like these Tuesday-Saturday games where I know you have to hurry to get ready for Tuesday, but maybe you get a little bit more of a break before playing on Saturday? Absolutely. Yeah, I really uh, I really enjoy the Wednesday break. Uh, you know, it's a really good time to rest, you know, get off your feet. As bad as the weather was, were you cra- amazed at maybe how many people did show up for your game against Texas A&M? Uh, no, not really. I always knew Hog Nation was always going to support us. So, you know, I just feel like, you know, they're always going to show love, even regardless of how the season has gone so far. You know, they're always going to show love to us. Okay, you never know when your name's going to be called. Saturday it got called against Florida. Tell us about what that experience was like for you. I know the team lost, but what was it like for you that day when you got to play so many minutes? Uh, you know, I really enjoyed uh, getting to play. Uh, you know, as you see again, I was happy that I uh, did good whenever my name was called. But, you know, it's just all you really can do is just wait uh, for your name to be called and be ready. So you end up scoring in that game. You, you did well, 12 points in that game, hit a couple of shots. When when you don't know if your name's going to be called, is it tough to go in there and say, I'm going to take my shot right away, or do you feel like you need to pass it a few times first? You put, if you play the right way, the game will reward you. So, you know, I just feel like I just go in and always try and play, just try and, you know, make the right play. And just I know it will always come back to me at some point. 
The other point of emphasis in that game, and of course Florida uh, beat Arkansas on the boards as did Texas A&M, was rebounding. And you got some rebounds in that game. What? How difficult is it for a guard to go in there and get the rebounds that you did? Uh, you know, it's definitely really difficult. You got a uh, you got a big contest with all the bigs in there. Uh, so you know, it's really just about timing. You know, blocking out and uh, just really not letting your man get the ball and just let the rebounds come to you whenever it happens. Is that something that is is emphasized strongly every day in practice? Definitely, because uh, you know every team in the SEC is bigger than the teams we were playing in non-conference. So you know, it's just we really got to make sure that we uh, box out, make sure that we don't give up too many defensive re- or offensive rebounds. Okay, so Texas A&M gets 19 offensive boards, and uh, we we get that, but they're leading the nation in offensive rebounds. Why is it so tough to keep them away from the offensive boards? You know they uh, they like to whenever they don't uh, whenever they know they can't get the rebound they'll just tip the ball out and their guards have been told to just stay around the perimeter because they know they're going to be tipping it out. Does that make them vulnerable to maybe some fast break layups on the other end when they have so many crashing the offensive boards? Uh, a little bit, but they still have the two guards uh, around the uh, perimeter, so they and they're pretty quick, so they can get back and. At least try and stop the fast break. How about the uh, having a twenty-point lead, then falling behind and coming back to win the game? What was that like? Uh, you know, it was a real emotional roller coaster. Uh, it was high, it was low, but you know, I'm glad we got the win at the end of the day. You know, T. Mark had a crazy shot at the end. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. That was a lot of environment. Then, you know, it was crazy. It was right in front of your bench. It looked like watching the game that he was bumped a little bit before he went up. It, was that the case, or did he get a, a, a clean look? Uh, you know, he he just uh, he just took the contact with him and just rose up and just finished it. I mean, mm. you know, the guy tried to bump him a little bit off center, like mess with his balance. But, you know, he just rose up. You know, he's so tough. He's a tough guard in one on one anyway. So, you know, I, no one was really uh, nervous at that point. Whenever Tumar got the ball. <laughs> I tell you, the way the whistles were blowing, it surprised if they bumped him at all. You'd have thought it'd been a foul, right? Have you ever seen a game with so many free throws? No, it was a lot of free throws. I was, I was shaking my head at some of the calls. Uh, <laughs> but Arkansas at least had an advantage: forty free throws for Arkansas, thirty-three for Texas A&M, or thirty-one. That is a thirty-three. Yeah, that's a lot of free throws. Uh, it's a good thing you work on them every day, isn't it? Definitely, you know, free throws are strongly emphasized because you know every uh, every game in the SEC comes down to like the final shot, and so you know free throws matter, really important. Like what kind of shot you have to take if you have to take a two because the free throws made earlier in the game, or if you have to take a three, you you want to make sure you make even all the free throws. What did you speaking of making a three? What did you think when Taylor hit that three point shot to put A and M ahead for the first time in the entire game? That was crazy. It, it really happened so fast. You know, he's a fast guy. Everything just happened so fast. I didn't even really know how to react. There are a lot of great players in the SEC. You guys have only played four conference games. You went through it last year. Is there a better player in the SEC than than he is? Uh, you know, that's, I don't I don't know because in this league, everyone's really good. Everyone can have just like a crazy night at any point. So, you know, he's really – I feel like he's up there definitely. So Tuesday night you didn't get a chance to get in, but I, watching, I saw you. You were one of the first off the bench when that final horn sounded. Being a member of a team is a big deal, regardless of your role. I would, I would guess. Is that the way you see it? Uh, definitely. You know, it's always just you always gotta be happy for you know your brothers. Like we've all come so far. Like you know, it's a little family we have. So you know, like you always gotta be happy for your brothers, uh, regardless of what your situation is like. What happened between Saturday, three straight double-digit losses, and Tuesday to change the mentality of the basketball team? Uh, you know, I just feel like, you know, every year, like, everyone, we always just lock in. At some point, I just feel like I felt like the energy before the game, I was like, yeah, like, I feel like this team's locked in now. Like, this is, this is when it's time to go. Is that something that can be carried over? 
Definitely. Uh, you know, we're only just all we needed was one. All we needed to see was one. So, you know, once we see one, now we can see ourselves, you know, winning just two. And then from there, you know, you just continue on and just keep winning. It had to feel good after losing your first conference opener at home to come back and win at home. Because, as you pointed out, the fans always show up for you. I'm sure there's deep down inside you want to do it for them, too. Definitely. Uh, you know, the environment was crazy uh, for the situation. Uh, you know, it was real, It was snowing. Like, there was ice on the road still. Like, a lot of people that normally would make the games couldn't even make it. But, like, everyone still showed up. They showed love. And, you know, it was a really good environment. And I'm guessing it'll be that way Saturday. So you've had a chance now to look a little bit at South Carolina. They've they've won 14 games so far. What's What makes them stand out? Uh, you know, they're all connected. The way they play, they play for each other. They all play the right way. So, you know, that's really, if you get a if you get a bunch of guys who just play the right way, you know, good things are going to happen. And for the good things that happened to you all Tuesday night, you mentioned yesterday was a nice day of relaxation. You watched film. What was today's practice like? Uh, you know, today was a little today was a little longer. You know, we went over more. We really introduced uh, South Carolina. So, you know, we really got into them and we really did the stations and went, we went in a pretty good place, pretty good season during practice. We hear a lot about Coach Musselman's scouting reports. Are, are those Now, for those of us who grew up in the everything is in paper, does he hand you a stack of papers or does he give you something digital or how do you look at these scouting reports and are they as massive as we've been told? Yeah, man, we get a ton of scouting reports. You know, we get... We get reminded the the opposing all the papers are up of the opposing players on the practice walls whenever we're in the practice facility. Uh, you know, they give us a paper on like every guy, every a bunch of plays. You know, it's just really it's really in detail. So, do you not only at, at practice do you go home and study those at night? Definitely, uh, you always got to be studying it, uh, looking at it because you know. Now, not you know, you got to be ready. Okay, so not necessarily South Carolina, but what kind of a tip would, let's say you can go back to A&M if you want to, or Florida, what kind of a tip, give us one indication of, say, a player, something you would learn about that player that might help you in the game against them? Um, off the top of my head, I'd have to say a normal thing we would do would be like if some, a player is left-handed, we'll normally try and force them right more than not let them go to their left hand. And vice versa with a player that's like right-handed. Knowing that, and knowing that Jamon Mark is left-handed, are you surprised that A and M allowed him to get to the basket as much as they did? It, it never seemed like they caught on that he was left-handed. I mean, yeah, that's his team already. That's just a bucket, like, like no discredit to them, but like he would, he'd do it to anyone really. So you know, it wasn't really much they could do. Amazing. Okay, so you started a new semester, uh, back to class today. How tough was it to get back in the classroom after so much time off? Uh, definitely, it was definitely an adjustment. Uh, you know, um, uh, I just feel like, you know, it was, it was a cool environment, though, being back in class, you know, just, you know, just being around different people. Yeah, different people. So do students ask you about the games? Do they talk to you about that, or do they just let you be a regular guy? No, they just let they just let me show. They just let me be uh just be the regular student. Nobody says, What's it like to play for Eric Musselman? No, nah, they don't they don't have that option. <laughs> well good for you. Well Joseph, congratulations on the game Tuesday. Good luck Saturday against South Carolina and thank you for joining us tonight. Okay, thank you. Uh huh, that's Joseph Pinion, courtesy of Double Bees. We'll be back with our final segment of Drive Time Sports. You can call us if you'd like. 501-661-1037 on Drive Time Sports. The Bucks are back. At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kid Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook. 
Cough. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Hey folks, this is Trey Johnson with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, and we have a big New Year's sale going on. All current inventory has been marked down like a 23 Delta 32-foot 24K trailer down over $3,000. A Good Guys 35 plus 5 20K trailer marked down over $3,000 under MSRP. All these trailers come with a one-year factory warranty. We have financing for everyone, whether you have good credit or bad credit. Come see why so many people are choosing to buy from HJ Trailer Sales. Check us out at Facebook or at hjtrailersales.com. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore. Coming up Friday in the Zone, we are live at the 42nd Annual Arkansas Marine Expo at the State House Convention Center. Come on out and see us and check out some boats. Also, we got Clint Sterner talking NFL playoffs. Clint joins us thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai. He'll be on at 1030. We have Tom Murphy with the Razorback Report at 1110. Philip Martin and a whole lot more. Join us Friday for the Zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. We're in our final segment tonight. One one five zero one six six one one zero three seven. If you'd like to call us tonight, again, I do not have access to the caller board. Damon would have to tell me if you're on the line. I was also told that Bart Reed might join us here for the last segment. Damon, any luck there, or if not, we'll unless he talking. unless he's on the uh, app, uh, nothing yet. But we can go ahead and play his uh, liner when we get ready. Okay, very, very good. All right, well, here are the things that we have learned tonight, if you have not been with us throughout the program. Uh, we've learned that uh, Mike McCarthy, people already knew that, back with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Chris Turnage, our NFL expert, a little bit surprised that that announcement came so quickly, particularly with uh, some prominent NFL uh, potential coaches out there, like Bill Belichick, um, and and several of the other ones that are big up. Pete Carroll, who still wants to coach, we think, um, and Jim Harbaugh, who's been bounced around. Bill Belichick has been uh, asked to come to the Atlanta Falcons for a second interview. I asked Chris if he thought that meant that Belichick was the uh, leading candidate for the job. He said it might be, but then there are also some of their candidates are involved in playoffs that they were given a window where they could talk to them by Zoom but uh, they're now off limits as they get ready for football for their games this weekend. So that may or may not uh, have anything to do with anything. I asked him about Drake May and Jaden Daniels, how he compared them as saying being the number one quarterback in the draft or if Williams from USC would be. He likes May a little bit more than Daniels, but likes them both. We learned from... Um, 
Trey Biddy tonight that these players will be returning to Arkansas. They had not confirmed until uh, either last night or today that they are coming back. Hudson Clark, who's had certainly some success uh, at times and obviously has been criticized at times, but he's he's become a really good player, I think, in the secondary. Hudson Clark's coming back. Eric Gregory is coming back. Kevi Rose is coming back. Uh, Keon Stewart is coming back. And Tyrone Broden is coming back. And I think most people felt all along that Broden, a wide receiver, would be back this year uh, for the 2024 season, but he just hadn't said it yet. And so that means you've got the three wide receivers that came in in the transfer portal last year, Armstrong, Tesla, and Broden, are all going to be back next year. And I asked Trey how he thought they fit in Bobby Petrino's offense. And basically he felt like Tesla was not uh, utilized to his maximum last year, and he fit really well. In fact, he thought all three of them would. Armstrong was Arkansas's leading receiver last year, and uh, but he would like to see somebody that's not quite as big in the slot, not using one of those tall receivers, somebody like Satania or uh, Stevens, who's Bryce Stevens, who's coming back this year. And I asked him about Bryce Stevens. I said, you know, he was in the transfer portal. Now he's not. And uh, Trey thought that uh, part of him coming back might be fitting into Bobby Petrino's offense. So, we have a gentleman calling in to talk with you about baseball. Okay. Well, we're glad to have a gentleman calling in. Thanks for calling. Well, the gentleman thing might be a bit much, Rick. (laughs) Well, that's why when anybody says good evening, gentlemen, to me, I always say thank you. Yeah, Yeah, I'll just say, hey, hey, gentlemen, and you too, Rick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, thank you. Hey, I'm teasing, buddy. Hey, listen, uh, it's been several years since I got to talk to you. Uh, usually when I do call, it's about baseball, but work on the on the road and don't get home much. But um, first, I want to congratulate you on your Orioles. My goodness, what a turnaround for the last couple of years. Yeah, um, it's, it's interesting because they lost three straight playoff games, and people always bemoan sure. that. But that's three days, or three out of four days, they had an off day where that was disappointing. They were fun for six months. I still love the regular season in baseball. And if your team is fun for six months, you've got to be grateful for that. So thank you for bringing it up. They were fun this year. That's the truth. And I wish more sports fans could grasp that the journey is a big deal. Because if all all you've got to look forward to is the ultimate, and a lot of lean years in between. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the last time the uh, Orioles won the World Series was 40 years ago, so it's been a while. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm a diehard Cards fan. I wanted to ask you, uh, uh, well, the first thing before I ask my question is, uh, sadly, I think I think these guys are right that eventually, no matter what your sport is that you love, eventually you're going to have to buy <laughs> an individual package. That's just where it's headed to, I believe. Uh, lastly, my question is, uh, what do you think, uh, what do you think, He's such a good hitter. They've got three starting outfielders that are all back. Hayes in left field, Mullins in center, and Santander in right. Santander is on his last year of contract. There was discussion about would you trade him and play Kerstad in right field. The last year where they worked the DH was when uh, Rushman didn't catch, he DH'd. And McCann, the backup catcher from Arkansas, did DH some. And they've got Ryan Mountcastle, who's a first baseman, but he also DH some. So I don't know, but he is he's the, um, obviously Jackson Holiday is their best prospect. He's the number one prospect in all of baseball. And right. maybe they're starting shortstop next year. But Kerstad's right behind him, and as a hitter, he may be their best prospect. So I hope he, I, I think he's going to have his chance in the spring to win a chance to be on the roster. Uh, where he'll fit eventually, I don't know. He, the Orioles with that like swing of his, I can sure. See, I was gonna say with that swing of his, I can sure see a bunch of balls bouncing off that warehouse. You know. Yeah, that's right. And and they they do like young players sometimes more than veterans. And if they sure. could use yeah. Santander, who's a good player, really good player, he's going to hit you know twenty five to thirty home runs. If they could use him to get a starting pitcher, because that's still their biggest lack right now. Right. That'd be great, and then see, let's see Kerstad go into right field. One last thing: Did you see where Adam Wainwright has agreed to become a full-time guy for Fox on broadcasting? No, 
But it doesn't surprise me. You know, anytime the Cardinals were on an All Star game, they'd always go down to him in the dugout. And uh, sure. he's very he's very good at it. I have to tell you, this is not a commercial, but I ate at Wright's Barbecue today, and Wright's Barbecue is really good. When Wainwright came with uh, Springfield on a rehab assignment to Northwest Arkansas, he pitched against the Naturals. He took the pitching staff to Wright's Barbecue, and he came that at the press conference. He says, "This is the first time I've ever been to Arkansas. You guys do know something about barbecue." So that endeared me to uh, endeared me to Adam Wainwright. And by the way, as, as a Cardinal fan, you need to know this. You may have seen this. They've been fully guaranteed their entire TV money this year from Bally Sports. So uh, I hadn't heard that. Really? Yeah, so, so so Bally Sports. Well, evidently, I don't know how it was all guaranteed, except there there is a story that Amazon may be getting involved with Diamond Sports to help bail them out of their bankruptcy. But regardless, nine of the 12 teams that they televise have been guaranteed their full uh, amount for the year, and the Cardinals are one of them. Evidently, one of them that's not guaranteed is the Rangers, and I imagine they'll be raising a fuss over that since they just won the World Series. But it, however you watch Bally Sports, whether you get the the uh, Bally Sports Midwest or whatever package you use to get it, you 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 will be able to watch the Cardinals this year. Oh, that's really just maybe Jeff Bezos has enough money with Amazon to pull that off. Reckon. <laughs> well, the key is Major League Baseball. I think would like to take over the telecasts, and they have to approve this thing. Even though Diamond Sports, even though Diamond Sports also is involved with the NBA and the National Hockey League, I think they have 40 entities total. But Major League Baseball have to approve this. It's still in the in the discussion. But I, but if, if they can rescue, Amazon can rescue Diamond Sports. Now the problem is for you and I. That means we may be seeing more baseball games where you pay per view, <laughs> rather than all of yeah. them be on Bally Sports. They'll they'll figure out a way to make money out of that. Well, I, I guess I read it all wrong because last year when the commissioner's office announced, you know, they were going to backstop Bally, whatever it kind of sounded like they was reluctant to do so, but evidently that was just some wordsmithing. Yeah, well, the two teams that suffered, I guess, were San Diego and Di- and Arizona because the Bally Sports yeah. backed out of them. And MLB had to bail them out, so I don't know what their TV fate is in 2024 because they're no longer Valley Sports properties. Uh, I don't know what they're wow. going to do. And one of them, of course, was in the World Series last year. Rick, I enjoyed talking to you so much. Thank you, bud. Okay, my pleasure. Thanks for calling. We do thank you for calling, and hope that tomorrow night lots of you will call. 501-661-1037. We hope Randy Rainwater will be back with us tomorrow night. Thank you for those who did call, and thank you all for listening. We had some great guests tonight. Enjoyed those. Uh, enjoyed the talking time with all of them. Hope you have a very pleasant Thursday evening, and we will see you tomorrow at 4.05 for Drive Time Sports. talk and entertainment. I can't understand the food in your mouth. That'll put a smile on your face. I mean, serious, I can't understand a word you're saying. KABZ Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market has been a North Little Rock staple since 1963, serving the best meat in Arkansas. Be sure to go to their website for weekly and monthly specials as well as meat packages available. Hog is their family.